You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and we have a delightful guest on today. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurial skills for transformational professionals, and we're talking today with Johnny Cooper. So he's a lot of things piano player, international race car driver, business coach, British entrepreneur. Um, but what I, what really caught my attention about him is he also operates a Facebook group called Johnny Hates Marketing. So I know a lot of you, especially in the kind of woo-woo, change agent, light worker, um, you know, fields out there can, can probably relate to that concept. And so we're going to talk about why Johnny Hates Marketing and all kinds of fun stuff um, regarding entrepreneurial skills necessary so that you can do your work in the world. So really excited to have this conversation today. Please join me in welcoming Johnny Cooper to the show. Welcome, Johnny. Hey, I love that. That's one of the best introductions I've ever had, I think. Yes, yes. I just hope I can live up to it in, in some small way. See, marketing can be fun. Marketing can be introductions. So, so it's, it's my sole mission on this show to convert you to love marketing. No, just kidding. It's not. Not really. Um, okay, so let, let's, let's follow protocol because we're nothing, of course, without protocol and ask you, what are your superpowers? Yeah, I, I, I thought, thought long and hard about this. And um, I think my core superpower is clarity. So clarity of thought, clarity of action, um, and bringing, being able to bring clarity into uh, other people's practices. Um, as you've described, I work with transformation professionals who I uh, sort of categorize as uh, therapists, trainers, coaches, consultants, uh, that whole world. And um, I, I find a lot of them are at the point either starting off in practice or even with an established practice where clarity is sadly needed and in a very noisy world in which we live the noisy digital world if you want to stand out and cut through the background clutter um, it seems to me you can do that best with a single clear message about who you are and what you do and you know if you can't describe to someone in 10 10 seconds uh what they're going to get from you if they work with you, then you're making your whole life more difficult. You have all your work ahead of you, as they say. <laughs> so, bring clarity into it in, in summary is my superpower, I think. Awesome. And, the, and what, what we found in our journey was that, it, I mean, there's levels of clarity, right? I mean, there's times mm-hmm. when we thought we were clear, you know, and, and people kind of still look at you with that confused dog look and you're like, oh, okay, maybe we're not as clear as we thought we were. And then there's another level of clarity and then another level. And so, so <laughs> you know, I think that I don't know if every entrepreneur kind of goes through that, but we sure did. And I talk with a lot of people who kind of go through that. So, so do you have clients that come to you thinking that they know and then you've got to kind of break it to them and be like, uh, I think we need to, there's a little more work here. Yeah, absolutely, and you know the the, the lack of uh, the lack of recognition and perhaps even acceptance that you know you have a fairly muddled offering is is something that I, I help with regularly. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. I mean, I, one of my early clients when I you know started coaching um, in this way uh, was a, a personal trainer, and I'm, I met him because he was training me basically. 
And he said he was doing okay, you know. And I said, well, you know, what what do you tell people they'll get? And he said, well, I'll, you know, I'll make people fitter, and you know, I'll make them healthier, and you know, it just at the time it just sounded a bit vague to me. And we we had a couple of, of sessions where I was I was trying to help him build his business and grow his practice because, you know, what you should know if if you ever thinking of being a personal trainer, Tonya, is that, um, that that a lot of people are doing it. You know, he was working in a gym with 30 other personal trainers. <laughs> they, they wore this uniform that said PT on the back, you know. And uh, I, I'd go to the gym, I, I wouldn't even recognise him. I was thinking, where, where is he? You know, is it that guy? Is it that guy? And it was just this terrible kind of amorphous, you know, blob of personal trainers. Um, so we, we, we worked out that his passion was um, core building building core strength and specifically around about abs he was very boastful about his abs and he was posing on instagram you know and all that sort of thing showing off his six pack <laughs> so we we just i said let's just try something we rebranded him as the rock hard abs guy and he had a, a business card done as because business cards are still a thing in those days as the rock hard abs guy and uh you know he, he started pushing that through all his uh, social media and all his communications and he got more and more and more and more customers who were attracted to him because they wanted rock hard abs as well. And they could see that as a very clear outcome they'd get from from working with him, you know. Uh, so he was no longer just an amorphous personal trainer like all the others. He was the rock hard abs guy. And mm-hmm. the success there just got me thinking, well, surely we can, you know, bring that into most kinds of practices, you know, whether you're a therapist or a trainer or a consultant or a coach. What is it you do? You know, what's your one big thing? You know, if, I, if I'm going to work with you, what are you going to do for me? How will I be changed by you in the next three months? And as I say, if you can't say that in 10 seconds or less, then you need to strip some some clutter away, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so fun. I'm, I'm super fascinated with this kind of topic because I, I, I've been playing around in people's psyches and observing human behavior for decades. And Mm. Um, you know, both in academia and then as a counterintel agent and now as an entrepreneur. And what I've watched with regard to referring, it's quite the conundrum and it's, and it's really counterintuitive if, if, if we think too hard about it. Like people are really hesitant to narrow down their niche because it feels like they're turning down business. It feels like they're walking away from opportunity. Yes. And what's interesting, what happens in the human mind, and you know, this is just my theory, and so I, I like fun, cool stuff, but, mm-hmm. but what happens is, is that we have to be able to put people in a box in our mind because if not, it's like it's just noise, which there's so much noise out there right now that, that unless it's super pertinent and unless we can kind of get it in the course of like two seconds, um, we don't know what to do with it. And if we don't know what to do with it, we can't refer. And so what I find is that the people who are willing to be really bold and courageous and super, super, super specific, I can refer so much easier. And, um, and, it's, and it is a challenge to get to that place. And I saw it with superpower experts. Um, you know, early on with the, the due diligence business, everybody kept saying, oh, so you do background checks. And we're like, no, no, no. All we do is much better. We had top secret clearances and we were way cool. You know, and, and if we'd been smart, we would have said yes. And, there, you know, we, we do it a little bit more than the average bear because people understand background checks. Like they have a box for it. They were giving us the box to put ourselves in and we just were resistant to being put in that box. Same with coaching. Oh, so you're a coach. No, 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 no. What I do is different than a coach, you know, da, 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 all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, if you don't have that box, people can't really grip it. And of course, coach is not a good enough box. But what I found with superpowers, 
was people got it. Like, like they don't, they didn't even need, and, and actually uh, there were aspects of that process that, that we're still going through. But for the most part, the superpower thing was intriguing enough and people understood it enough that they'd be like, oh, you're the superpowers first. Oh, you're the superpowers first. They may not have understood what we did because at that point in time, we didn't even know what we were going to do. But the, but the, you know, like kind of like the Johnny hates marketing. Like, it's like, oh, you're the hates marketing guy. Like, oh yeah, Yeah, got it. You know, oh, you're the superpower person. It's like, okay, sure. I'll, I'll be that now. And, and I looked even at my own life and I was, I was never that, you know, even as a kid, like, well, what's your favorite color and it's like I, I, that, that was way too much commitment for me you know I couldn't I'm like how could I possibly choose a single color and so I do think that we have this innate tendency to want to um, leave our options open yeah and so one of the things I got really vocal about was you know you're not your brand I think that the whole personal marketing thing is kind of has thrown some people off because you as a person have a million messages yeah. your business can, needs to have one you know, and so while you may represent your brand, um, I think I think the challenge is most people are trying to fit themselves into a brand or develop a brand that's broad enough that they're okay fitting into, mm. and it creates a lot of confusion. No, that, that, that that's correct. I mean, you you covered a lot of ground with that, but you know, one of the things that I heard then was, um, you know, the, the brand the brand name doesn't have to tell everybody instantly exactly everything you do. And, you know, Johnny X marketing, you know, says a bit, I'm kind of in the marketing niche, but, you know, it doesn't tell people what I do and, you know, what happens when they work with me. Uh, it doesn't have to, you know, the masthead is just the bit that attracts them to you in the first place, like your your whole superpower thing. And, um, you know, as long as you can go on from there and within a single sentence tell them what you do. And, you know, I, I, I People say, what do you do, Johnny? I say, well, I help transformation professionals find more of their ideal clients more easily. You know, and that, that's just a single sentence that, that tells people everybody, it tells people everything I do, you know. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. Yeah, I was laughing at your brand name doesn't have to uh, tell everyone what you do. Like that, I, and anyway, I, I can only imagine that, that you... Um, yeah have some finesse when it, when it comes to helping people really work through that. I know that on our side of things, we, we yeah. tackle it more from the kind of inter in, in interpersonal kind of fear-based conundrums and everything else. Whereas with, you know, taking that, that business focus with things, um, I, I can imagine that's an uphill battle with some folks. Sure. Um, anyway, we're going to, I want to take a quick break. We've been talking with Johnny Cooper today about entrepreneurial skills for transformational professionals. When we come back from the break, we're going to really pick Johnny's brain and say, okay, so, so let's say that what he's saying resonates with you and, and you get it. And you're one of those people that maybe doesn't have as much clarity as you need to have. We're going to see if we can drill down a little bit and get you some tips for how to get more clear. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative 
supportive group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. All right, we're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. We're talking today with Johnny Cooper about entrepreneurial skills for transformational professionals. Johnny, what can people do? So they want to get more clear. They, they really know they're here to change the world. What, what, are you, what are your one, two, three easy steps so people can have success? No, just kidding. But what, what can people do now that will help them get a little bit more established in what they're doing? Well, for me, it all starts with um, what you are bringing to the world. What is your one big outcome, your result that you bring uh, to your uh, to your ideal clients, and um, I, I want to think about that even before you start thinking about who your ideal client is, um, because th- this is the this is the bit about you, isn't it? It's about what your superpower is, what you can bring to the world, what what you do, what can you change. And as I say that that question, you know, if I worked with you for the next ninety days, how would I be changed by the experience? And, you know, you have to be really, really clear on that. You know, what's going to happen? If somebody asked me that, I would say, well, I will equip you with all the tools and strategies and mindset that you need to build a thriving practice and find more of your ideal clients forever. You know, so that's kind of, you know, the one thing, the, 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 the outcome that you'll get. And if you are modeled in any way on that and you start to, you know, list a basket of possible outcomes <laughs> as, as a, an answer to that question, then you're going to be in trouble. You know, you, you're making too much work for yourself, you know, trying to go out to the world and create a business out of what you do. Um, so that's the first thing, being very, very clear on what someone is going to get from you, how you are going to change someone, how they are going to be changed by working with you. So that's the number one. I don't know whether you want to jump in or do you want me to jump straight into number two for you? Nope, keep going. I think you're on a roll. I'm on a roll. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so stage number two with clarity is uh, clarity with who you actually do that for. So who is your ideal client? And, you know, ideal means a lot, a lot of things to a lot of people. I would define um, ideal in this context as uh, somebody who is uh, willing to change and is uh, open to being changed by your work. Um, now, notice that we haven't mentioned in that anything about, you know, uh, whether they can pay you or not, you know, or what the financial relationship is going to be about, simply because it's wrong to major on that. You know, if you go into anything in life um, with the aim of making a bunch of money out of it, it's the wrong motivation. You know, money shouldn't be a reason for doing anything. Money is simply the the byproduct, the, the outcome of doing something you love and doing it well. So uh, that's the second thing, defining who your ideal client is. So finding people who you can help and who will massively benefit from, from the work that you do. And your reward will, will naturally flow from that then. Um, the, the third thing, the third bit of clarity, and this is, this is a kind of internal metric for you as a business really, is uh, to understand that what you're doing is scalable. Um, I'm I'm a, a really big believer that you know in life we should we should 
push ourselves to the maximum extent that we can do. We should create a life of uh, abundance. We should create a thriving business to the biggest extent that we can because, you know, the way that we're going to help people and have the biggest impact on the world and leave a legacy is to help as many people as possible. So the third little test after you've, you know, defined what you can do, you know, what your great superpower is, and after you've defined who you can help, is just that little sense check to say, well, you know, how universal is this? How wide is this market? How many people are there out there that I can help in this way? Uh, you know, is this scalable? Is this a, a growth business? Or, you know, am I so crazy niche that, you know, I, I'll only find my ideal clients once a year or something like that? So it's just those three little checks, really, you know, um, defining who you are, defining who your audience is, and just making sure that uh, there are enough people out there that you can help so you can, you know, have some uh, a wide enough impact. I really appreciate that you talked about the scalability p- feature, and I think that on some levels that can throw people off too because, you know, I just I just look at my own journey with that. And, and early on, you know, I was kind of an accidental coach. I was never – uh, my intent, I was pretty adamantly opposed to it, but um, the the work kept kind of moving me in that direction. And so getting clear first and foremost about what I do when I work with clients individually is one thing, but then to create this business that, that you know, and, and again, we're kind of geeked out over here on superpower stuff. And so I talk about building a multidimensional business, like knowingly building a business that can touch people at different points of their journeys um, depending on what kind of frequency they're operating in and whatnot, the, you know, it became a whole different game. And so I do see a lot of people get stymied from taking their business from a, an individual practice into a s- scalable, sustainable model that either incorporates other people or um, duplicates themselves digitally or whatever the model might be for that scalability. Yeah. The, um, Two things happen that I think are fa- fascinating. One is the kind of <clears throat> hesitancy to water down the effect. And so a lot of times it's like, well, when I work with somebody individually, they get this result. But if I were to train somebody else to do it or if I were to do it digitally, it's not as powerful. It's not as um, you know pure in its essence. And, and so there's this kind of like as it gets further away from the originator, the real um, – happening of it diluting in some capacity. And so I think that people are hesitant to scale, um, especially in the coaching, healing, you know, that kind of world, you know, because most of us established a modality or something based on our own gifts and our own personal experiences and whatnot. And so I I see that component happening. Mm, it, it, I think that's just a misunderstanding, and it's, it's often built around the the ego of the founder as well. You know, um, when I hear people say you know, <laughs> nobody can, nobody can do what I do, I mean that's just a misunderstanding, isn't it? That can't possibly be true, can it? Well, and I think on some hand, it, it tells me it's like, it's like that whole adage: if you can't explain what you do to a three year old, then maybe yeah, you don't understand it. You know, and, you know the, 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 that, that's my my number one, isn't it? In my my, my short list of three that, that we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, you know, um, if if you can't un, if you can't define and, and explain what you do to somebody else, um, but very very simply, so that you know they can pick up on it and learn to do it then, you know, what you're doing is either very, very complicated or obtuse or obscure in some way. And, uh, you know, it's probably not effective anyway. I, 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 I'm 
under no illusions that what I do um, can and, and, and is being taught to other people so they can go and do it with other people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, none, none of this, this is going to sound like such a cliche, but it's, you know, it's not rocket science, is it? It's just, <laughs> right. it's just a, yeah. few, a few little pointers to get people doing what they were doing anyway, but just doing it better and more effectively. And uh, I'm under no illusions that there are thousands of people around the world that could, could do what I do just, just as well. Well, maybe it's just phases of confidence because it's, mm. you know, we kind of go through that, like, what do you do that's, that's, that's so special? You know, what are your superpowers kind of thing? Um, what do you do that nobody else can do? And then yeah. people forget that you kind of need to come out of that on the other side and go, oh, wait, other people can do this and, and I can be the one to teach them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would, I would be remiss if I had you on my show and didn't ask you this extremely pivotal question, which is... Why in the world does Johnny hate marketing? Oh, goodness me. Well, (laughs) on on, on two levels, right? Um, One's kind of internal, the other's external, I guess. So the internal thing is that, um, you know, I hate the feeling of overwhelm and inadequacy that that I feel sometimes, um, knowing that there are social media channels out there that I'm not using. You know, knowing that my email list or telling myself that my email list isn't as big as it should be right now. Um, looking at posts and stuff that I push out on social media that doesn't get the engagement that I tell myself it should get. You know, so I, I, I hate all those feelings and all those those questions that I'm asking myself all the time about my, my own marketing. Um, but I also hate the, you know, the sleazy side of, of, of marketing that I'm on the receiving end of you know, ludicrous promises from self-styled gurus, you know, to create me a seven-figure business if I'll just give them $10,000 of my hard-earned money, you know, of my children's inheritance, as we say. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I hate the snake oil that's that's out there. Um, I hate the certain knowledge that some people will be taken in by that snake oil, you know. Mm-hmm vulnerable people at a point where they're desperately trying to get a foothold in business and they are listening to the wrong type of guru, shall we say. Uh, so, so I hate all that. Um, you know, I, I would love to be in a position where my ideal clients were just throwing themselves at me from morning to night. And, you know, some of them do. Um, but the reality of the world is that, you you know, you need to dive in, you need to roll your sleeves up and spend time uh, with your own self-marketing, you know, um, it gets easier and easier as you, you know, more carefully define your niche. You know, you find your own personal clarity. Uh, you define who your ideal clients are and you put your flag up so they can find you. You know, so it gets easier and easier. But, you know, the whole marketing piece is not, not it, it's never really enjoyable. I think we enjoy the outcomes, don't we, of marketing rather than the process of it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think you just voiced a lot of the discontent that keeps transformational professionals from really being effective, Mm. Um, growing their businesses, helping people, you know, really attracting who their ideal clients are, or even really knowing who those are. Um, I I kind of established my own love-hate relationship with social media. (laughs) And I can always tell where I'm sitting in my own development based on how I feel about social media in that moment. And you know, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes I really am okay being out there. Sometimes I'm really not. And 
Um, that's one of the angles we looked at with superpower experts from a collaboration standpoint so that we can allow our time, our, ourselves that time if we don't want to be out there. You know, the brand needs to be out there, but as individuals, we get our time too, you know, and, and so Funny. really playing with some of these playgrounds in a way that um, helps us feel more empowered as opposed to kind of victims of it, like the, you know, the, the necessary evils of business, right? They, they have to be addressed. Um, but I do think that we're fortunate in the sense that we live in a time where they can be addressed in a number of different ways. You, you mm-hmm. can do it, you know, and I, I like you talked about the simplicity of it. I, you know, I, I love talking to people who say that, you know, they have to have a YouTube channel and they have to have Facebook lives and they've got to do all this okay. stuff. And it's like, you know, for those platforms to work, like it's a full-time gig within each oh, one. Is, so if you oh, don't have the resources or the time or the staffing to make that happen, that it's a challenge. I, I, I just, you're right. I mean, I, I just took a deep dive into into LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> you did it. You took the plunge. <laughs> yeah, about six weeks ago, just, just for Christmas. And um, I got talked into using a, using a tool, a bot. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot yep. to thank, thank for. It. it sent out some messages and, I actually sold a ton of low ticket stuff. I've I've got this um, sixty seven quid uh, masterclass that I do for uh, uh, for uh, setting up a Facebook group, um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, I sent out this thing, or, or the bot did. It took a day to send out about three hundred and sixty messages, I guess. Um, and I sold a ton of these things. You know, about about twenty people came back and paid. You know, next thing I was just looking at my Stripe feed, just saying, "You've received a payment." Bing. next thing i know i've got a note from linkedin to say i'm on the naughty step (laughs) they've um they've blocked me (laughs) and uh, i can't get back in unless i promise never to use this bot again so it's it's hilarious really isn't it yeah well and it and it 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 is quite the game you know i it's just and when you're you know, that's one thing that, you know, we can, we can bitch and moan all we want, but they're free platforms. Like there, there's a reason, I mean, they own them. That's their What's business. Their and so, their business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, it's, there are pros and cons to everything that's going on. Um, mm. and, and it's super fascinating to sit back and observe again, from that human behavior standpoint, kind of what, what happens within us and the machinations that we go through to do that. But Mm. Oh, anyway, so I, I love your, your breath of fresh air and a really cluttered um, space, and I appreciate the practicality, and um, folks, there's no shortcut here. Like, mm. if you're getting anything out of this, it's that if you truly want to change the world and you want to have an impact, like there's, there's work that has to be done. Yeah, I mean, it's great if you got the download of, of the answer to all of life's problems, but it's worthless it unless exist. people can find you, you know? It, it, it doesn't exist, all that. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm lazy. I mean, that's where I come from, really. I'm, and everything I, everything I seek to do for me and my clients, you know, it, it is about making life easier, you know. Less work, more impact is one of my, my strap lines, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to be the guy working 80 hours a week and, being proud of it. I mean, somebody asked me the other day at a networking meeting, you know, are you keeping busy? He said, you know, as if the, <laughs> as if the correct answer to that question is yes. Oh no. Um, the correct oh. answer is clearly no. Why would I be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. You say that when we came into business, you know, you, my husband and I were very lucky in the sense that we had jobs that, mm-hmm 
um, a lot of people don't even know exist, but the, but you know, we were in the spy world and it, mm. it, it was, it was fun. And at the end of the day, it was still a job, you know? Um, but certainly it was exciting. And when we came into business and developed the first, the, the firm, the counterintelligence firm, we kind of looked at each other like, okay, like we didn't come out of pretty fantastic jobs to create new jobs. Like that's, that was never the goal. And, and we were seeing what that trajectory would produce. And so we, we didn't want to be, you know, in our 80s still having to exchange time for money, which is fine if you so choose. We didn't want to, we, we didn't want to have to do that. And so we, you know, we set about the scalability piece and it, it's been quite the ride. Um, yeah, I bet. But I think some of that's perspective too. It's like, it's like you know, when you, you got to be able to lift your head up and go, okay, wh- where are we taking this? Like, what are we yeah. building? And, and is it really what we want to be building? Because if you're not careful, you can find yourself sitting in the middle of a business that's maybe lucrative and, and, and really providing a service, but you're strapped to it in a way that, you know, isn't really in design, like, like the busy piece that you were talking about. And so, yeah, you know, be really clear about what it is, you know, certainly there's some experimentation that goes on, but, but at the end of the day, mm. that's part of the work, isn't it? Like, where, oh, yeah. where do I want to take this? I know. You know what? Something fascinates me about your story as well, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on this because if I if I was your your branding advisor, I would make a lot more of your um, of your uh, your past. Um, I, I'd be um, I, I'd be positioning yourself as some kind of you know s- super spy or something like that. Maybe you can do something around it. You know, the name's Reckler. Dawn record, you know, something like that, and pose yourself, <laughs> pose yourself with a uh, what's, what's his gun? He uses that, um, yeah, James Bond's gun. I'm trying to think of it. It's, uh, it's not a Luger, is it? Something like that. Yeah, maybe it could be more about, you know, the, the whole deep spying thing. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because we, we, we tried our hand at that a few times. And, I mean, we had oh, disastrous, you? disastrous marketing yeah. um, in the early, early days. I think, it's a bit corny, I, think it's, I suppose, isn't it? Well, it, yes. And it's, we certainly pull on it. But what it, what it does allow for is, you know, we're not, you know, we're not the average, well, I, I'll speak for myself specifically, like, I'm not the average, like, woo-woo person, you know, I came into woo-woo late in life. And so All the right. practical, well-founded, you know, background of academia and government and everything else does lend itself to, um, you know, a, a synergy that, that most people aren't used to from someone who, you know, can see their future or whatever the case may be. And so, it's, it gets played in there. Um, I'm not, I haven't totally set it aside. I think that, um, especially like I, like I mentioned, the superpower brand, in my opinion, is still very young. You know, we're still in a process of discovery and we've, we've done a lot of trial and error and, um, it's, it's my playground. It was the business I got to play with, um, to kind of see what, what I want to do, you know, who I want to be when I grow up and, um, you know, and on the other side of the house, it's, it's, due diligence it's risk mitigation like that firm is, is going strong we added a cryptocurrency vertical to it last year because obviously due diligence in the cryptocurrency arena is hugely needed and oh goodness yeah, yeah. so there's you know there, there's just this real practical kind of brand over there on that side and mm. you know again again you know maybe when i hire you to, to work with us in our marketing we can we can talk about the spy thing but for the most part it feels yeah, like about that. 20 lifetimes ago you know <laughs> so <laughs> You should definitely drive an Aston Martin anyway. That's uh, that's something to aspire to, isn't it? The what? You should drive an Aston Martin for sure. Well, 
You don't know what Aston Martin is? Surely no, I know exactly what it is. I'm thinking because my, <laughs> my next car is going to be a Tesla, I'm pretty sure. But now I have oh, to think yeah. about that. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I can be swayed in that direction. I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to really sit on that now. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks. Because <laughs> I do so well with multiple choices. Like, I, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you do. Well, I, I, I can definitely bring some clarity into that. Go for the Aston. Perfect. Now. Yes, perfect. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Phew. For the Aston. Definitely. Are you gonna you're gonna send me your bill for that guidance? Uh, it helps clarity <laughs> <laughs> what car I should choose. See, the invoice is in the post. <laughs> perfect. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll get right on that. So very cool. Well, before we let you go, where can people go to find out more about you? Um, yeah, the best place to find me is uh, is in Facebook in the group. I'd encourage people to enter my world there. So Johnny Hates Marketing. Uh, it's very distinctive. There's nobody else called that, as you can imagine, in Facebook. It's not confusing. Um, on the on the web, it's uh, thesuccessparty.com. So thesuccessparty.com or Johnny Hates Marketing. So Google's very kind to me there. It, it will point you straight to the Facebook group and uh, we'd love you to join and... Uh, yeah, enjoy all the fun stuff that's out there. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, so let, let's leave people with one piece of advice for them to take into their business in the next or in the next coming days. What, what would you offer them? Uh, drop the stuff that you don't enjoy doing slash isn't making you any money and focus on the one thing that you really love and is making you some money. And there you go, folks. Pretty easy peasy when you, when you drill it all down. So, well, Johnny, you're delightful. I really appreciate you coming on the show. And I, Thank I, you so much. Act, and, I, and I really honor the work that you're doing. I think, it's, like I said, I was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I really do mean it. I, it is a breath of fresh air, and I know more people need very practical hand-holding in this capacity because it is challenging to wade through all the noise with regard to what has to go into business. So, um, you know, I honor the, the work that you do. and. We're happy to support you in whatever way we can. Thanks so much, Tony. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty and we appreciate you listening. So thank you. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.